Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God-given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world, and welcome to Living Inside Out today. I'm your host, Joy Ross, and I want to invite you to settle in, relax, and if you can, go ahead and grab a pen and paper to take notes, because our intention today is that tips and tools will be shared throughout the conversation to help you show up as the best version of you and experience more joy, fulfillment, and freedom. If you've listened before, you guys know why we're doing this show, but if this is your first time, I want to welcome our first-time listeners, and let us know if you're listening for the first time. You can write to us at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com, and if you've listened before, hey, welcome back. You guys know that on this show, we are all about positivity, encouragement, and having real conversations with people who have overcome challenges and who have experienced personal transformation from the inside out. And in fact, my own personal transformation journey is the main reason that I'm doing this show. I've spent many years of my life based on society's blueprint of doing, performing, and focusing on external achievements. And basically, I found myself going through society's checklist and blueprint for success. For me, that looked like getting an education, working my way into corporate leadership, starting a business, and setting various financial targets. You guys know, doing all the things that society often leads us to believe will result in happiness, fulfillment, and success. And while I'm so grateful for everything that I've achieved, what I found, what I learned, and most importantly, what I've received a huge revelation on is this, all of the things that we desire externally are completely possible, but everything that we want to manifest on the outside of ourselves, if we want those things to last over time, and if we want to feel truly happy and fulfilled once we get those things, now that is a total, uh, total link, it's directly linked to what's happening on the inside of us. So you see, there's no amount of money in the bank, no amount of external achievements, business success, or any of those things that can provide true fulfillment, joy, peace, or happiness, because the key to everything that we want externally is internal transformation. I'm learning every day, but what I know for sure is inside-out transformation is possible for all of us. It's a journey that we take one day at a time. And now, perhaps more than ever, taking life one day at a time and remaining hopeful is critical to our overall health and well-being. In fact, studies say that during the past couple of years, anxiety, depression, suicide, and rates of addiction have gone up tremendously. And looking at external circumstances, 
you know, we see things like rising gas prices, rising hatred and violence, wars, political craziness. And while we may not have control over those things, we absolutely are in control of ourselves. We're in control of our thoughts. We're in control of our choices and how we spend our time and energy. There are so many demands and pulls for our attention. And there are things, a lot of things that are designed to literally cause us to become addicted addicted to our phones, to technology, to negative news, and so many other things. But freedom, joy, peace, and abundance, those things are our birthright. In my international bestseller, How to Break the Cycles of Temptation, Addiction, and Guilt from the Inside Out, A Pathway to Freedom, Fulfillment, and Purpose, I share my journey and the steps that I took to go from being addicted to external things to being transformed and set free. And in my newly released book, The Truth About Trust, The Key to Thriving in Any Relationship, I share my journey from experiencing disappointment, heartbreak, and disillusionment to my revelation of trust as spiritual currency. And that revelation totally transformed my perspective on relationships and my outcomes in relationships. You can find both of those books on Amazon or on my website, joyross, J-O-I-R-O-S-S.com. And you'll find free resources there as well on mindset, freedom, and joy. My hope is that my pain, my challenges, the lessons that I've learned, and most importantly, the steps that I took to overcome and get to the other side will be helpful to you. And on a similar note, on this show, I am all about bringing guests that you can hear from who are respected experts in their field, people who are devoting their lives in some way, shape, or form to helping and serving others. All of the guests on this show also have personal stories of transformation from the inside out. And here's the thing, if it can happen for me and if it can happen for them, it can happen for you too. So we're here today to have a conversation and share some things on how you can fulfill your dreams, how you can experience joy, freedom, and abundance, how you can be a more effective leader, how you can be a more effective parent, business owner, uh, or really in whatever role you're playing, how to just show up as the best version of you. And on a more basic level, how to simply get through life one day at a time. So again, we are aiming and our intention is to share some tips uh, to help you take a step forward into your purpose, your destiny and total fulfillment and freedom. So as you listen today, if there's something that resonates with you, if there's something that's shared that hits you or you have an aha moment, we want to hear about that. Write to us at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. Or if you have questions on anything that our guests are sharing today, send us a note on that as well. And who knows, we may do a topic or we may do a show covering your topic or answering your questions. So with that, I wanna go ahead and introduce my guest today. You guys, I am so excited for today's show because we have with us in the studio, 
Sherry Brooks and DeAndre Wiggins of the Power 52 Foundation. Sherry Brooks, Sheree, I'm sorry, Brooks <laughs> is president. Sorry about that. I look at your name I'm and I'm like, I know it's Sheree. Who yeah, who's, who's Sherry? We don't know. But Sheree Brooks is here today and she is president and CEO and co-founder of the Power 52 Foundation. She co-founded the foundation with former NFL player for the Baltimore Ravens and Super Bowl champion Ray Lewis. Power 52 brings clean energy access and economic empowerment to historically marginalized communities. They are serving on the front lines of the intersection of environmental and economic justice. Cherie's flagship accomplishments include developing and overseeing the Power 52 Institute, the first clean energy focused private career school in the state of Maryland. Power 52 Foundation is one of two nonprofits to ever receive approval from the Maryland Higher Education Commission to own and operate a private career school in the state's history. She also developed the Powerhouse, the first solar powered community-based resiliency hub in the nation. Cherie is an active member of Jack and Jill of America. She recently graduated from Goldman Sachs Executive Program and was recently inducted into the Institute for Sustainable Communities CEO Circle. Philanthropy and ministry are her passions. And one of her visions is that Power 52 Foundation will become the primary on-ramp to provide solar and renewable energy jobs and address underemployment and climate justice nationwide. With Cherie today is DeAndre Wiggins, who serves on the leadership team and is an impassioned, driven, and dedicated change agent, as well as a resource for special interest populations in and around Maryland. DeAndre has devoted his time and his talents to serving the most vulnerable, marginalized, and overlooked. His background includes groundbreaking work with low and no income fathers, children in need of assistance and developmentally and intellectually disabled adults. DeAndre has advocated for Baltimore families throughout his career, demanding the provision of better services and policies that truly address the needs of all members of society. DeAndre is passionate, about protecting children from the emotional abuse that often accompanies family breakups. And he's currently developing a podcast and writing a book on the topic. So with that, welcome Cherie and DeAndre to the show. Thank you, Joy. Hi, Joy. <laughs> Thank yes. you so much for having us on. And we're super duper excited about the conversations today. Absolutely. I am so excited and I'm so glad to have you guys on today um, because you're doing great things in the world through your foundation. And um, I just think that you're awesome human beings just from the little bit of time that we've known each other. So I'm glad to be bringing you to the show to share um, all the things that you guys are doing with the listeners. And, and one thing I want to say, we bring kisses from the kissing booth. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's right. You guys have a, you have your kissing booth show that you do, right? Where you kiss exactly. the community. Right. Exactly. Every other Thursday at 8 p.m. on our social media at Power 52 Officials. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So kisses to the community from Cherie and DeAndre. Yes. We love that. Thank so, you. hey, you guys, I like to start out every show 
um, because challenges and obstacles are the great equalizer, right? <clears throat> no matter who we are, where we live, what our zip code is, everybody has challenges that they have to overcome. And I think hearing other people's stories about how they overcome challenges, uh, there's always something in that we, that we can all learn from. So I want to ask uh, each of you, and Cherie, you can start. Uh, what's one obstacle or challenge that you had to overcome maybe just today to show up today or this past week? And how did you overcome it? <laughs> oh my goodness. Today. Oh, there are always things, but I look at them as um, when things arise um, that we look at as challenges, I, I always say, what is the Lord trying to tell me and what do I need to do differently? And so, um, and so with that, those things are always happening. So it may be, um, you know, when we had students in house, um, changing the student's seat around because they've gotten too comfortable. Um, it may be, um, you know, doing a fancy wall to spotlight our students. Um, but I'm trying to think, so there are some things, um, you know, I'm trying to think of something that like literally happened today. Um, you know, anytime you are a mother and anytime you have employees, um, I think now you're a mother again. <laughs> so it's always juggling and, you know, how, you know, well, what happened here? What happened there? How are you making everyone? Let's just get along here and mm -hmm. take care. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's just like, literally, you're always saying, um, you, you always have to address it. You can't always make everyone happy. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, you know, what is the Lord trying to tell me? What do I need to address? And then how do I implement um, some new things so that we don't have, you know, um, you know, any bickering at home amongst the kids or, you know, maybe some new processes in place um, as far as the staff. So that's how I tend to, you know, address things. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that you said your MO is when challenges pop up, first of all, what am I, what's the lesson here? You know, oh, yeah. so it's like a listening, what can I learn? Mm -hmm. And what do I need to address? So that's like taking personal ownership, right? What can I do instead of oh, just yeah. focusing on the challenge, whatever that is. Beautiful, beautiful. DeAndre, <laughs> what about you? Real, real quick, Joy, because if you try to go too deep into whatever that issue, you got to have, you know, bird's eye view mm -hmm. and address it that way. Yeah, I love that. Um, DeAndre, what's one challenge or something that you've had to overcome maybe this past week? And how did you navigate through it? Yeah, um, this, this has been a very interesting um, 168 hours for me, right? So mm -hmm. from a week ago to today, um, I'm going through a major, major um, change in life with regard to family and whatnot. So uh, because family, you know, because that is, you know, what you are, family is so uh, important. Um, it is such a huge part of your personal makeup, um, you know, your role in the family unit. Um, when that changes and, and when it's challenged, um, obviously it's time for you to, to grow. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, family, um, going through the, the changes within my family um, have given me an opportunity to change within myself, right? So 
Um, but it's really for me at, at, at you know at my age um, and 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 level of experience, I guess in life, um, it's really about um, not necessarily learning something new, but um, I guess remembering what um, what I should remember in order to uh, in order to maintain applying those in, in many instances applying some of those those things those tough lessons that I've already learned mm. right about in life um, and then sticking to that right in order to to rise to the to the next occasion so um, I, for me I find that that is you know generally the way to proceed um, you know I don't know if there's necessarily anything new you know, um, it's it's kind of just um, the same old, same old, same old, and and you you again you have to remember that you already are equipped, right, to deal with whatever life is giving you right now. You simply have to remember the lessons that you've learned um, in order to in order to rise to the occasion. So you yeah. know that's high level. You know that's that's what it's about for me right now. But it's always about growth and the opportunity to grow. Um, um, I think that the more you, the more I uh, employ what I know, um, the more mature I become. And mm -hmm. that allows me to stay in sync with my purpose, right? And, and I've already, I've, I've long ago identified my purpose. Um, and that simply is to impact the lives of everyone um, that I, you know, serve, including myself, so that um, on tomorrow I'm leaving things, situations, people better than I saw them or found them today. Um, what, however, however that happens is how it happens, right? Um, if I'm taken advantage of, if I'm disrespected, if I'm uh, belittled or denigrated or whatever, that doesn't matter, right? My purpose, right, what, what gives me the fuel is simply being able to answer that question with a yes. Did you impact um, people, places, and things in a way that they were better, right, after you, after you moved on? And that's, that's what, that has driven me throughout my entire life. Um, it's a tough, tough one, though, because I've had to learn to accept that guess what? Not everybody's gonna, you know, like you. You will be disrespected. People will mm -hmm. denigrate. People will, they'll take advantage. But that's their thing. That's their problem. That's their issue. What feeds me and fuels me is being able to answer yes to that question, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, whatever happens is supposed to happen, and it's about how I deal with it. Oh, you dropped so much wisdom in that response. You just went deep, and I loved it. One thing I know is that I know nothing at all. Yeah, well, that was deep and I loved it. And for those who will be watching the video, you guys see me looking down and that's because I am an avid learner and note taker. So DeAndre, I'm going to repeat back the little um, golden nuggets that I jotted down based on what you said. So when faced with a challenge, you said you, you also see that as a time to grow. But for you, it's not always about learning something new, which is so good, right? Sometimes it's about using the tools that we already have in our toolbox and remembering how we've uh, overcome things in the past and applying those things to the current situation. And I love what you said about 
connecting with your purpose, which in your case is to impact lives and situations and leave them better than when you found them. So in the midst of a challenge, you're like, how can I get out of this having made it better? How can I leave this interaction with this person having made them better? I love it, love it, love it. And listen, you guys, we're all deep into conversation here and we've only scratched the surface of what we're going to get into today. So stick around. We're going to take our first quick break and we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And welcome back from break, you guys. So right before we broke, uh, Cherie and DeAndre really went deep in sharing with us how they uh, the tools that they use and sort of how they handle challenges just in general. And uh, it was awesome. I hope you guys are taking notes because I know I am. So Cherie, let's let's get into a little bit. And uh, if you could share with our listeners uh, about Power 52, you know, what it is in a nutshell that you guys do, who you're serving and how you're serving them, because I know about some of the awesome things you guys are doing, but tell our listeners. So Power 52 Foundation, um, so we're nonprofit, 501c3 nonprofit. Um, We own and operate Power 52 Energy Institute. Now it's through Power 52 Energy Institute do we train marginalized, well, individuals from marginalized communities to do solar PV installation that may be residential or commercial. Uh, Power 52 Energy Institute was established in uh, 2016 and um, we have been delivering services since then. Um, Our classes are 320 clock hours. Um, 16 weeks during that time, we're not only doing technical training, but definitely um, providing wraparound services and life skills, if you will. So in those life skills, you may learn. And so this is what DeAndre oversees. So you really asked the wrong person. (laughs) But during this time um, in the life skills, um, financial literacy, they'll learn. um, They will learn how to prepare for interviews, um, resume building, professional emails, we get them dressed for um, through some of our, in, in, in combination or partnership with some of our other community stakeholders, they'll receive uh, attire that's appropriate for interviewing and, um, and so mm-hmm. many other services that DeAndre, I'm sure, <laughs> can tell you mm-hmm. about. But definitely, um, you know, once someone graduates from Power 52 Energy Institute, they are 
as we like to say, shovel ready with not just the technical skills, but the life skills that will make them successful um, to, you know, um, to secure, not only secure, but maintain their position in a professional setting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do you, you know, deal with diversity and diversified um, industries, Mm -hmm. you know, so you may go and, you know, a lot of people, um, African-Americans or whatever, they're used to just working around African-Americans, or you may just be used to, you know, working around individuals who look like you. But now that we're sending you off, especially into um, a, a, a sector that is emerging and we're trying to diversify it with, you know, putting even more African-Americans in there, you're going to see a lot of people that don't look like you. You're going to see a lot of people who, you know, aren't, you know, similar to your friend list. Mm -hmm. But how do you cope with that? How do you, you know, um, show up and respect, you know, somebody else's views and those type of things? And those are the things that essentially are going to make you successful um, on this new career path um, that pays a livable wage. And Mm -hmm. so what Power 52 does, if you cannot tell, we definitely want to um, diversify the renewable energy sector. Um, That is important to us. We want to bring forth education and um, resources um, and access to um, clean energy. Well, we want to bring forth clean energy access to our marginalized communities, um, as well as, um, you know, like you said, we are on the forefront of this environmental justice, um, clean energy justice, you know, making sure that if you live in the inner cities and you are not a homeowner that you have access to clean. So, you know, it's all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, definitely we are providing the training, which does give us access. Also, we do um, other things like access to healthy healthy foods, um, access to um, just education around clean and renewable energy. Um, many times people think of clean and renewable energy or solar, you know, the mm-hmm. sector. So that's our sweet, sweet spot is just, um, hey, one panel on, on your rooftop at your house. Um, but we open them up to the idea of community solar. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, how could that benefit you and you live in an inner city? You know, we open them up to the ideas of, hey, what is your role in the green environment and what can you do? And we give them, we give the community the resources to be energy efficient at home. So we're giving out, we're doing resource distribution events and we've coined them the pull up and pickups. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and so with that, we're able to give out um, um, energy efficient light bulbs, uh, power strips. Um, and then during the pandemic, we were handing out food and we were handing out, um, you know, PPE, personal uh, protection equipment, um, such as hand sanitizer and thermometers and um, all these things so that um, masks, so that our community members could be safe. Things that we take for granted because we just have it in our, you know, um, cabinet at home. But, you know, it's a, it's really, it's that's not reality. And the individuals that we serve, we want them to have access to all of these things. So we are on the front lines fighting every day for equality, for, um, you know, um, just just 
for us to have the same advantages as our counterparts, period. Mm. Um, and so it does get stressful. Um, we try to make things as light as possible and do things um, in a fun way. So definitely you may show up to one of our events and the music is playing and, and, and you know, and we're having fun and everyone's, you know, out here laughing and, you know, having a good time and they miss while we're really here and the efforts that we are um, taking to provide this, this act access um, to our marginalized communities. Mm -hmm. Wow, Cherie, that's really awesome. What I love and what's somewhat unique, I think, about what you guys are doing is, as you mentioned, you're not only just giving people skills and training on the mechanics of how to do a job, but you're really addressing the whole person, really setting them up to be successful once they get the job, because as we know, job success is not just about knowing how to do it. It's about interacting and playing with the team and, you know, having emotional intelligence and all those other things. So I love that. I love what you said about the pull-up and pickups and you guys are, you know, providing resources. So it really just seems like you're doing a whole person, you know, you're addressing the needs yeah, <laughs> on a holistic level. So yeah. I'm going to ask you this and then I'm going to go to DeAndre because um, I have a couple questions specific for him, but um, what attracted you to this work? Because you started the foundation, you and Ray Lewis, right? So tell us about that. Like, how did you... Yeah. So Get I am the this. visionary co-founder and from, you know, thread by thread, I have um, built the engine with my team, um, you know, definitely, you know, um, you know, partnering with Ray um, gave us access um, to be able to do what we do quickly um, in larger numbers than um, probably most nonprofits. Um, so DeAndre, he's been um, in this nonprofit sector for eons, I won't date you, Dre. <laughs> how, how, however, and, and so what he always tells me is, uh, Ray, I'm glad you're not a social worker um, because the things and, um, and the way that I have um, approached things and setting forth the vision is not as, uh, you know, not usually it's way different than what a social worker would do. Mm -hmm. And so um, and so I feel that, you know, I wanted to take certain approaches coming from corporate and infuse it into what we're doing, because this is where we want to take our um, graduates. We don't want them to, you know, we could just be any old training program. Mm -hmm. We never want to just be a program. So this is why we went and, you know, got the credentials to stand up Power 52 Foundation and Power 52 Energy Institute, because if we are accredited and if we have credentials, then that is just going to be handed over to those that we serve. And so that what they do, once they learn what we're teaching them and they pick up what we're putting down, now they have the credentials and the weight to go out here and say, hey, no, I have Power 52 behind me. Google them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Mm -hmm. So DeAndre, let's um what attracted you to this work? And do you is this something that you see as a calling on your life? And what what impact? I'm yeah. asking you like several questions at once, actually. And what impact has this work had on you? Good question. Good question. Um, first of all, 
shout out to all the social workers of America. (laughs) I'm sorry. We don't have any problem with social workers. You know, um, Sheree is right, though. You know, I've had that conversation with her. um, And it was largely based on my experience um, working, you know, all over the state of Maryland. And I think what what I really was kind of calling out was this social work E, right? Social work E, if that's a thing, mindset Mm. that we tended to see more in this region um, when dealing with um, or or working or helping marginalized people, Mm. right? And it was more of, um, well, it was more of a lot of things that seemingly were not working and um, because it was just like this revolving door. And, you know, if Sheree will attest to this as well. If you're from this area, you, you, you see the same people going in the same circles over and over and over, but you don't mm. see them necessarily leveling up, right? So um, unfortunately, the educational institutions in the area seem to support that way of working with people um, far better than what I saw when I came to Power 52 and what mm. Sheree had going on here, right? Um, it was just, it was different. And it was it was challenging. It was it was about leadership. It was about guiding people, and like I said, challenging them to um, to raise their standard operating procedures, right, so that they could level up. And we used to all like mm. we have certain catch words around here, like level up is is one of them, right? Always talking about leveling up mm-hmm. um, and think So it's the expectation that we have here, right? And that's that's what Sheree. Uh, created, invented, implemented, designed. And so it's codified into um, everything that Power 52 is all about. Um, I I came to Power 52 four and a half years ago, um, but I tend to think about it in terms of it attracted me, Mm. right? So because it is what I am, it's just inevitable that the two will will one day meet. And so, for me, though, what 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 drives me, I guess, gives me the impetus or, or what have you, um, to want to even do this kind of work. I could do a whole lot of other things. I've done a whole lot of other things, right? But to want to do this work is, I think, there's this thing deep down inside of me that um, that is is always thinking about my father, right? Mm. And and what my father uh, meant to me, and and what my father could have been if he had somebody like me in his life, supporting, mm-hmm. guiding, child. My father was from the streets. He was a street guy out here in Baltimore, right? Um, you know, very, very well known, very, very intelligent. Um, you know, prison, drugs, you name it, all of that stuff is a part of him. But again, just extremely intelligent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, you know, um, his life, his, he met his demise, you know, in the streets, you know, with in, in, in terms of, um, and, and you know, how that goes. But uh, for me, he was so impactful, impactful in my life. He always challenged me to be um, more, uh, more well-read, uh, you know, um, read everything that you can. I remember at five, six, seven years old, I was reading the dictionary cover to cover as much as I could, um, encyclopedias all the time. I was memorizing five and six words per day at mm. five, six years of and, age. And we thank his dad for that. All. And, and wow. I'm telling you, I still use a lot of those words that I learned when I was under 10 years old. Um, wow. And so, you know, but that was him. That was his thing. And he was just this brilliant, brilliant man who had a lot of his own demons. So when I look out um, to people in the area, right, people, you know, Baltimore and the surrounding area, I see the same thing. 
Okay. Mm. And, um, and it's not just men. I love working with people, serving people, women, children, families, all people. Um, and so I see the same things. And um, what I did not see, or at least I didn't see enough of it, was um, the types of um, supports that, um, that equal, like I said, leveling up. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, power 52, Sheree and I used to talk about all the time how uh, I used to, cause I used to always say, uh, you know, you can train anything. To... <laughs> I'm not going to say what I used to right. say. Right. No, I'm like, you can say, say anything. You said something else. Sheree cleared, she cleaned me up on that one time. Cause I, you know, I, I get passionate. I'm just going in and I said, yeah, you know, you can train anything to install a solar panel, right? Uh, almost anything, but it's about, providing um, people with what they need in terms of support um, and knowledge and experience mm -hmm. to six months, a year, a year, two years down the line, still be in that career, still be in that solar and renewable energy career mm -hmm. and going forward. We know the jobs are there, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we, we, oh my goodness, uh, the Biden administration is asking for 900,000 more jobs in this space, right? So the mm -hmm. jobs are there. Um, as Sheree was saying, Power 52 is about being the on-ramp, right? Mm -hmm. One of the major on-ramps for people of color, right? Specifically, um, women and people of color um, to get on and to get into those career spaces, mm -hmm. okay? And so nobody's more qualified than, than Sheree and, and myself <laughs> to offer yeah. what these people need in order to get on board. Nobody's more qualified. And, and it's not these people. It's the folks we grew up with <laughs> because us. we're it's from us. yeah, it's we're us. from these areas. Like literally, you know, two one two one five Baltimore, <laughs> West Baltimore. <laughs> if you want to know what West Baltimore could look like, like literally, if everyone got on board and pushed forward, it's me and DeAndre. Period. Mm. He's from West Baltimore. We go to his, um, you know, so it's ironic because we were just out outreaching, um, what, two, week, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. two weeks it's ago up. in his mm -hmm. um, old neighborhood. And ironically, my grandparents, um, I like to say I'm a GPK, a grand preacher's kid. Mm -hmm. And um, we have a church literally right around the corner um, from where he grew up, you know, right, literally right around the corner from where he used to live. Um, and we've always, we've been at the church been saying 87 years. So, you know, just to let you know that, so we come from Sandtown, West Baltimore, mm -hmm. and we rep, rep our sets. <laughs> <laughs> we rep our sets. Okay. Rep our sets. <laughs> Um, DeAndre and Sheree, I, I told you guys before we got started, I was so excited and I'm loving this conversation. And I love, um, what you said, DeAndre, about the impact of your father. And that's so profound because I think a lot of times we hear the flip side of that, you know, we hear the negative side of fathers not being around or fathers being, you know, caught up in the system or whatever. Um, and so it's good to know that that's not always how it is, or even in the midst of that, there could still be positive things that come up, right. And sprout up from environments like that. And I love that you guys are saying, you know, who better than you, because you're from the community and because you're from the community, there's something that 
sparked in you that made you want to rise up and do this work. And I love what you guys are doing in terms of the whole level up mindset, right? It's like the mindset that you have is the assumption is people are capable of leveling up. People are capable of doing more. And that feeds right into studies that have been done on, you know, the education system and what happens when you take teaching environments where the teachers expect high achievement versus when the expectations are low. And so you guys are proving that out too. When you expect high things, that's why you're having such positive results too in the work that you're doing. So I just love, love, love that. And hey, if for you guys that are listening, if you are loving this conversation and dialogue with Cherie and DeAndre, and whether you're a person in one of the communities that sounds similar to who they're serving, or whether you are a person who's devoted to service, either way, if you want to know, hey, how do I get connected to a program like this? Or how do I serve and volunteer um, at a place like this? Stick around. We are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to get into that and let you guys know how you can plug in. We'll be right back. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Living Inside Out today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And welcome back from break, you guys. Just before we broke, we were having some juicy conversation and DeAndre was sharing um, how he got into this work and has shared uh, about the relationship with his father and just his mindset, right? And Cherie has shared too, her mindset in terms of uh, assuming that people are capable of doing great things and assuming that people are capable of learning and achieving more and having high expectations for their program. And so um, that's a nice lead in, um, you guys, how you answer that question before, because I want to shift gears and go into mindset. Um, DeAndre, you alluded to this uh, a little while ago when you talked about the, um, as you put it, social worky um, mindset. Um, and like you said, all love for social workers, right? So nobody here is hating on social workers. Um, but you did point out, and Sheree, you mentioned too, how what you guys didn't want was just another program, you know, that sort of churns people through a system that they go through and they get out. And years later, there's really no improvement to be seen. So I want to talk about mindset. And I want to ask you guys, um, what role, Cherie, we'll start with you. What role does mindset 
play for you personally in your life? Well, I always, you know, I tend to try <laughs> to keep um, a positive, positive, definitely positive mindset. Um, you know, I grew up in a single parent home with a screaming mother. <laughs> I think we all did with the belt strap. <laughs> and so, you know, it's funny because a lot of times you'll grow up in these households and your mother said, you're not drinking any juice. And so what do you do as an adult? You're drinking soda, you know, right. uh, Kool-Aid, you know, um, you, you know, um, you can't have any gum or you can't have any soda or, you know, so everything that your parents you know, did a lot of times you will go to an extreme in mm -hmm. some sense. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so for me, you know, when I first had kids, I, you know, I found myself being the screamer and I was like, I didn't want to be the screamer because I really don't think it's effective, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and so for me, you know, with my, um, Spanish, I always like, you know, <laughs> background, you know, my chinquita that's up in me, you know, you tend to have this fiery spirit. Mm -hmm. And so for me, you know, I started seeing that the results that you get when you have these negative approaches, um, you kind of get out what you put into it, you mm. know? Um, so if you have the, if you're screaming at your kids or if you're screaming at the staff, um, you, I really, it's not effective, you know? Um, if you're spanking your kids all the time and not saying that I don't threaten a lot, <laughs> but essentially um, you're going to get some, you, something negative out of having this approach. And so for me, <clears throat> the things that I have implemented um, even with my fiery spirit is that, you know, just because X, Y, and Z is happening right now, you know, I want to table it and circle back. Hmm. So now I can have a calmer approach and I can, um, I, I have a minute to think through it. Because mm -hmm. I want to visit everyone's perspective. Um, and, you know, even when negotiating a deal or even when um, dealing with a partner, um, you know, and kids and whatever, it's kind of like, you know, especially when it comes to kids, people want to say, oh, you're a child, you know, you don't have feelings, you know, do what I say. And so for me, I know I always had an opinion. I always had feelings. Um, but that was one thing that I feel that wasn't respected uh, definitely as a child is that perspectives. And so even with, um, you know, it being the CEO, the chief executive, um, you know, I'm not just saying it's my way or the highway. Like literally, I want my team to come and have perspectives, you know, or, or share their perspectives. They're going to have the perspective and share it and then come to a decision of what we want to do. Um, I think even when we have taken that model into the classroom, you know, we have definitely our overarching rules um, as far as the school. Um, but as far as the classroom, let's have the students wait on, you know, what they feel like the rules should be. 
you know, um, as far as how they interact and things like that. And what I found is that, um, and DeAndre knows, is like when we allow the students to come up with their classroom, and this is how some of the push-ups have gotten implemented and things like that, um, as far as um, being sanctions, is because now they're the rulers over what they have set the standards for what they want. Now, how can you set rules and not adhere to them versus us, you know, saying we want to just shove the rules down their throat. Now, again, there are overarching rules, um, but then there are things that we have implemented so that they, we can create camaraderie amongst themselves. And I tend to think that it's, you know, I try to implement this and understand what's going on with my own kids and say, okay, well, how could I have done that differently? And let's have a conversation. Mm. And so, you know, even in the office, it's like we have team meetings and I'm just not saying, you know, that we're going to name this, that, or we're going with this over here and, and roll it out to the team. No, I, I might call Dre's name 50 times a day, or I might call um, L'Oreal's, you know, name and call her 50 times and go, guys, let's meet on this hmm. because I want everyone to have buy-in because once we all have bought in and created this, it is ours. It's just hmm. not mine, you know? And hmm. so, um, and, and, and then they, they can go hard you know, and, you know, pour everything they have into it. And you don't mind showing up. I mean, you know, L'Oreal, my assistant, she is not only, she works here definitely, but she is a photographer, but because she has buy-in um, into it, then she'll come and take all the pictures, you know? Mm. Um, and, and and everybody tends to do that. And so I love that. It's, 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 it's all about the team. It's all, and we operate as a family. Sure, people will bicker, but I mean, don't all family, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but at the end of the day, it's because everyone is passionate about what we're doing. And we tell our students to protect the brand and secure the seat. And definitely each and every employee here, we protect the brand because we're securing the seat for those to come behind us. I love that. Protect the brand and secure the seat. Um, you know what, Cherie, I loved really what you said. One of the things that really struck me in, in how you responded to that question was how you started to look at the outcomes that you were getting in life. And you said, okay, wait a minute. If I essentially, you had a conversation with yourself and it's like, wait, if I want a different outcome, then I need to change some things and do some things differently. And you've carried that out through even how you lead your organization, you know, in the workplace. And that just seems to me like that's a common theme that I've been hearing in your responses is your going inward and saying, wait a minute, either what do I learn or what can I do differently or, okay, how can I change? So that's your, that's how you handle, um, that's your mindset, like your, your root, right? I your mindset. I had to grow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I had to grow into that. Um, but that, it has been a journey. Um, but I just feel like, you know, it's stressful being a leader. Um, and so with all the stresses, if I take my blood pressure, you know, up to a million, then we're going to, I'm going to be dead and we all going to be unemployed. <laughs> 
Right. Mm -hmm. So, hey, oh my gosh. Okay. So in the few minutes that we have left, can you believe that? Like, I want to talk about so many other things. So DeAndre, because I'm always looking out for the listeners, right? I'm always wanting to give them one or two simple things that they can do. So as we wrap up mindset, I'm going to move quickly into our last question. Um, We only have a couple minutes, but are there one or two tips or things that you would share with people listening who want to um, do a better job of, you know, working on their own mindset? What would you offer? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the most important thing is to first challenge yourself to rise to the occasion, whatever it is, right? And the mindset around that is I am, right? And you fill in the blank. I am something. I am whatever it is you want to be, put it in there. I am and say it to yourself as many times as you need to until you start believing it, right? That leads Mm -hmm. you into acting as if, but I am great. I am employed. I am a millionaire. I am a billionaire. (laughs) Because guess what? If you don't take inventory of it, you're still doing it anyway. Right. Mm. You're still doing it anyway. And that's why life is showing up for you in the way that it is. You're still doing it. So take advantage of the opportunity. And it truly is an opportunity to bless yourself by telling yourself that I am whatever it is you want to be. I am skinny. (laughs) (laughs) I love, love, love that. Yes, because it's, it's really tapping into identity, like seriously, and and like really being solid in who you are and reminding yourself of that, even when circumstances don't look like that. So I love that um, because that is a simple yet powerful thing that people can do to really, as you said, Cherie, when we change our thoughts on the inside, we really can impact outcomes. So just by tapping into who am I and reminding ourselves and affirming I am powerful. I am capable of learning. I am valuable. I am worth it, right? I am loved, right? So I love that. And you guys, we are out of time. Um, I know, wow is right. I'm thinking I would love to have you back because there's so many things that I had on my sheet that we didn't even get to. Um, So I'll have to have you guys back. And listeners, again, if there was something that was said today, or if you have a question about Power 52 Foundation, and you want to learn more, or you have some questions that you'd like like us to cover when we have Cherie and DeAndre back, write to us at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. And um, I want to thank you all for listening. And as usual, I want to leave you with this final tip. And you know, around here, tip is an acronym for transformation is possible. And that's my closing message to the listeners, wherever you are, whatever your circumstance today, just know that transformation is possible. And it begins with making a choice to live inside out today. Until next week, love and peace. Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. 
We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment, and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.